Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. And oh, what we always say for our theme song, what a wonderful world. We have a guest with us today, and he is an astrologer. Um, he's going to be taking your calls. He will answer your questions. He's also going to give us predictions. He's putting himself out there. And I'll say a little more about that when we get around to that. Um, I want to apologize because I am here alone today as Sharon is homesick and fending off the final portions of a really nasty cold and, and uh, bronchial infection that we had. And if you would like to get in line to talk with Joseph, ask questions based on your astrological chart, he will provide answers. Our call-in numbers are 425-373-5527 and toll-free at 888-298-5569. I want to let you know that the Psychic Spectrum is more than a radio show. We also want to make sure you know about the Psychic Spectrum events we do every month, how you can attend them, and how you can be part of them. Our website is psychicspectrum.com. That's psychicspectrum.com. You can see how to schedule a private reading, see the five events uh, in addition to the radio shows that we do every month. Uh, Book Skip and and, Sharon and myself, Skip and myself, Book Sharon and myself is your entertainment. Uh, Whether it's an event in your home, a Christmas party, New Year's Eve party, office party, or any time of the year, we have an entire panel of professional, ethical, and top-notch psychics and readers. Whatever the size of your party, we can be your entertainment. And so, today we have a special guest. Again, we're going to be talking with Joseph Milnes, who's an astrologer. Write these numbers down, call now, get in line to talk to him and ask your question. It's 425-373-5527 or toll-free 888 So, and now, one last thing before we bring our guest on. It's now time for Sharon's Joke of the Week. Ta-da! <laughs> All right, Eric, this is just for you, she said. Okay. She said she tried to watch the never-ending story, but uh-huh. she just couldn't finish it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. All right, so Joseph. Joseph Milnes, uh, are you on the air with us? I am. Hi, welcome to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thank you for doing this. Um, you are in Colorado, am I correct? Yes, I am. I'm oh, in Denver. In Denver. Okay, and you are going to give us some predictions today as well as take calls if people get the notion to call in. And um, I want to say, I have to say this in my own way. I am a psychic, okay, and my wife is a psychic. We are both mediums. You are an astrologer. And you are what I would call a bold astrologer. And the reason I call you that is because I got to go back to how I found you. Um, I found you on Facebook, and I followed you for a while, and I watched and saw the things that you put out there, and they were a lot of predictions. And more so than the average astrologer that I see on Facebook. And I'm not knocking astrologers, believe me, because there's a there's a... Uh, a niche for everybody in this world, but you are what I would call is a bold astrologer because you're not afraid to make those predictions that sometimes might be a little tough to call. So tell me this. 
what spurred you to get into astrology in the first place? Well, um, when I was about six years old, um, I I woke up one morning early um, to go to school, and I noticed my mom was uh, uh, reading the newspaper, and she looked really, like, absorbed into it. And I had asked her what she was reading, and she looked at me and she said, I'm reading horoscopes. And I took a look at the newspaper and saw the zodiac signs, and I asked, what are, what's a horoscope? Because that, that word was just uh, very interesting to me. And she said, it's people predicting the future. And I was just amazed right then and there that people could actually do such a thing. Um, and in high school, I got seriously into astrology, started studying it, started learning it. Uh, it was a long process, um, but as an adult, I just, you know, it became my profession and um, a, actually a really big source of, of helping me get out of uh, uh, a lot of personal issues and, and taking more personal control over my life. Interesting. Okay. Well, I actually knew that because you told me that last week, but I wanted to make sure I get it on the air so people understand where you're coming from. So thank you. So <laughs> thank you. let's do this before we start getting into this. Um, I'm going to cut to a commercial in a few seconds here, but I want, I want to let people know where you uh, can be located at. What's your website? Uh, my website is astrologeek.com. That's A-S-T-R-O. Hellogeek.com. Okay. And it's a geek, not with an S. Not geeks, but geek. Geeks with, with an S. With an, <laughs> with an S. Okay, good. And then you're also on Facebook, Joseph Milnes. That's M-I-L-N-E-S. And then Astrologeeks is on Facebook too, correct? Yes. Okay, good. We're also on Twitter as well. Oh, okay. How do they find you on Twitter? Uh, at Astrologeeks US. Okay, good. All right. Well, listen, let's leave this at that for right now. Tammy uh, is a caller who is on the line. If you hold on, Tammy, we'll get to you right after we come back from this message from our sponsor, Ginger's Pet Rescue. Ginger's Pet Rescue is one of the largest nonprofit pet rescue organizations in Washington State, specializing in saving death row dogs. As of this airing, Ginger's Pet Rescue has saved well over 17,000 dogs. Go to the website and find an adoption event near you. You can also volunteer to help at events, or you can foster a dog until they can be adopted. Ginger's Pet Rescue is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and accepts your tax deductible donations. The website again is Ginger's petrescue.org alternative talk 1150 talk radio for the body mind and soul welcome back to the psychic spectrum radio with our guest today joseph milnes an astrologer straight out of colorado denver area um first we'd like to thank our sharon james our call screener who is not here with us today um but also i want to thank eric Ryder, a production engineer and i want to say to eric happy birthday Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, today we're talking with Joseph Milnes. Uh, like I said, he's an astrologer. He's what I call a bold astrologer because he's ready to give predictions and things. Uh, call in with your questions also, 425-373-5527, 888-298-5569. And let's take a call from Tammy. Um, Tammy and Everett. Hello, Tammy. Welcome to the Psychic Spectrum Hello. Radio Show. Hello, thank you for taking my call. Um, I just have a general general question, just a general reading, if I can have that. Sure. Yeah, let's let's have your birthplace and the time and the date. 
Um, Eugene, Oregon, at 8 a.m. 8 o'clock a.m. Okay. And, and that was what city again? Eugene, Eugene, Oregon. Eugene, Oregon. All righty. And your birth date is January 14th, 1968, correct? Correct. Okay. I have entered it into my calculator. All righty. And what can, what can I answer for you? Are you looking for current events, or are you looking for something in the future? Um, current. Current events. Okay. Well, um, you have been... Um, let's go ahead and go to reset. Okay, here we go. So right now, what I can see is um, you're about to enter something known as a Mars return, which means um, you're getting really focused on spending your energy um, on some sort of task, uh, something to do with the home and um, uh, with, with your social circle over the next two years. And uh, you've been going through um, a, a, a challenging time with transiting Mars for the past week or so with it squaring your Neptune. So you've been feeling a little confused lately, uh, a little lethargic, um, uh, a little, uh, let's say, um, a little, maybe some depression as well. Um, you know, Venus has been going retrograde in your 10th house of career. So maybe you uh, maybe you've had a lot of changes in friendships, but also you're starting to think about uh, where your career and where your direction in life is going, and you've been a little uh, unsettled with it. Would would that be fair to say? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Saturn, um, the planet of career and and responsibility, and sometimes considered burden, is challenging your natal Saturn. So you've been really feeling. Uh, like a heavy weight is on your shoulders, especially with matters um, regarding your, your physical body. Uh, maybe there's something going on with your bones or maybe something going on with, with your health that, is, that you've been concerned about and with money. You've been feeling a little tight with cash. So maybe that's the source of where your um, frustration with career has been. Am I correct? Yeah, you're, you're correct. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, Saturn... Saturn is definitely trying is is a, is a trying uh, transit. It can it can last a longer period of time than other planets. So um, you know, I say just hang tight for a little bit. Uh, I think that if you make a career decision, it will be for the better. I say wait until Venus is moving forward come November seventeenth, so like a week from now, and make your decision then. Um, you know, you've got. Uh, I want to say you've got. You've got to just wait it out. You've got to really. Um, if you're seeing a chiropractor or if you're seeing a doctor about your health, you know, right now is is you're you're feeling the worst of it. This will pass. Um, it, Saturn transits do you know take a while, so um, I say just uh, do as best mm -hmm. as you can to lay low from heavy lifting. And from doing anything that will um, that will harm your health any further, and um, you know the past two months you've definitely been feeling uh, the stress of the financial situation. Probably something to do with health as well. Maybe the cost of health, or um, 
just maybe just with how much money you're bringing in with work in general, uh, you're yeah, about the month, to leave, yeah. yeah, you're you're about to leave that period, and I think it has something to do with your career change. So if you're planning on making a career change, I say do it. Just wait a little bit longer, and it will uh, turn out a little bit better for you. All right, so just thank sit you. Sit back and be tight. Okay, thank you so much. Hey Tammy, thanks for thank calling you. in today. Okay. Okay. Have a great day. You Bye. too. All right. Nice, Joseph. Nice, nice little uh, reading for her. Give her some insight. Um, again, people, if you want to call in, the number is 425-373-5527 and toll-free 888-298-5569. Now, we lost our connection with Joseph, so uh, we are trying to reestablish that call. And I want to let you guys know that... Um, during our psychic showcase in Fife last Wednesday, we had Joseph um, on the uh, on the line with us via Skype, and we put him up on the big screen. I do this quite often, and um, let I have a camera up where the the person we're interviewing can see you, and you can see them on the big screen. And um, he's a digital projector, and he made a bold prediction about. Uh, a special event that's coming up next year, and Joseph is back with us now. So I'm going to go, Joseph, I was just telling everybody um, that you were with us last Wednesday and you made a prediction to the audience that was there. Um, And I want you to go ahead and tell our listeners on the air what that prediction was about. Can you do that? Yes, I can, yes. Sorry, we got disconnected there for a moment. I guess my phone dropped the call. Uh, Little, okay. little technical difficulty, not a problem. <laughs> All right. Well, um, for this prediction, I will be talking about, in astrology, a subject known as eclipses. And uh, I'll be focusing on a very special eclipse that's coming up in the year 2020. Um, but before we delve into that, I should probably explain a little information about eclipses and why they're important to your viewers here. Okay. Um, So there are two different types of eclipses, a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. A solar eclipse is when the moon passes in front of the sun and blocks out its light, and a lunar eclipse is when the earth comes in between the sun and the moon and blocks out the sun's light from reflecting on the moon's surface. So some lunar eclipses turn a bright red color uh, when the light of the sun refracts through the earth's atmosphere, and this is also famously known as a blood moon. Right. Uh, We'll be focusing on solar eclipses, since they tend to be more powerful. And, you know, since ancient times, eclipses have been a significant factor in astrological prediction and have been feared as omens of bad luck and natural disasters. Uh, Eclipses are very powerful lunations, and a lunation refers to a new moon or a full moon, and eclipses are basically new moons or full moons that are, shall we say, on steroids. So they're very strong new moons and full moons. They're not your typical new or full moon. So eclipses in astrology are windows of both personal transformation and are key to predicting worldly events. Some eclipses are stronger than others, and the one coming in 2020 is a very strong eclipse. Eclipses are notorious for bringing about natural disasters, but they're also known for bringing about other types of large-scale events, including war and financial disasters. Now, is this one I I didn't uh, uh, clarify for me. Is this a lunar lunar or a solar eclipse? The one I'm focusing on in 2020 is a solar eclipse. Okay, sorry. 
<clears throat> I was, All right. uh, cleared my throat here from my cold. Okay. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, let's backtrack a little bit and talk about um, August 21st, 2017. Okay. Uh, we had a solar eclipse there that was called the Great American Eclipse, which fell in the zodiac sign of Leo, which is a fire sign. Uh, it was given that official title by the media and was adopted by astrologers from all over the world because the shadow of that of that solar eclipse, the place where the light of the sun was blocked out, was right over the United States. Though it isn't as powerful as the upcoming eclipse in 2020, it still brought about noticeable changes in the country and plenty of natural disasters along with it. So, you know, just a few days after the eclipse um uh, uh, that summer in 2017, uh, August 25th, 2017, Hurricane Harvey hit the Texas Gulf and brought with it record rainfall and catastrophic flooding. 2017 was officially the costliest year on record for natural disasters. Wow. In the States. Yeah, wow. with an estimated cost of $306 billion and was the third hottest year on record with San Francisco reporting its temperature of 106 degrees. Fahrenheit. In San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, following the hurricane disasters, you know, October brought the Tubbs Fire in Sonoma County, California, which was also considered the second most destructive wildfire next to the California Campfire of 2018. So, um, yeah, eclipses definitely have a lot to do with natural disasters and events, you know, mundane events going on uh, in, in, in the world. Okay. Um, this is just one example of how eclipses affect worldly events and bring change and transformation. And the solar eclipse of 2020 will be significant. In astrology and in ancient astronomy, there is a phenomena known as the metonic cycle of eclipses. It is a 19-year cycle in which eclipses will repeat themselves and fall on or near the same degrees and or sign placement. Uh, what makes this uh, uh, solar eclipse of 2020 significant is that it is the 19-year metonic cycle that stimulates the solar eclipse of 2001 that preceded the September 11th terror attacks of the World Trade Center. Oh, wow. All right, Joseph, I'm going to ask you to hold that right there, and then we'll get into that when we come back. We have Aaron on the line with us also. After we explain this eclipse that you're talking about in 2020, then we'll get with Aaron. So I have to take a short break here and pay some bills, okay? Okay. All right. We'll be right back to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. The Psychic Showcase is a weekly event that Sharon and Skip have been doing for eight years in Fife at the Poodle Dog Restaurant. It's called the Psychic Showcase because we showcase some of the most talented speakers, readers, astrologers, and palmists on the West Coast. This is a weekly event, and it's every Wednesday evening. Come in early and get a psychic reading, an astrology reading, or a palmistry reading, or more. From one of the most highly professional readers on our panel, you can order from the menu and have dinner and desserts before or during the event. The doors open at 5.30 p.m. for readings, and the program starts at 7. Admission is just $5 per person, and everyone who attends gets a free psychometry reading from someone on the panel. For more information on this and our other events, go to our website at PsychicSpectrum.com. 
Looking for a place to have your next event? Look no further as the Laurel Place in North Seattle offers a wonderful venue that has a large ballroom and event facility. Whether you're looking for a venue for a wedding, a conference, a special event, or an off-site business meeting, along with the separate meeting rooms and a large ballroom for that private meeting you want to conduct. Plenty of parking in their private parking lot. The facility has a state-of-the-art audio video system and a kitchen for a do-it-yourself food prep or a Laurel Place offers a commercial kitchen and their staff provides impeccable catering services for you. The Laurel Place is where to go. 206-605-2242. That's 206-605-2240. The Laurel Place in North Seattle. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. This is Skip, and Sharon is homesick today, fighting off that dreaded um, respiratory infection. And I am manning the, the guns all alone here with myself and Eric Ryder, who's having a wonderful birthday today, a nice, quiet, but wonderful birthday. And we're talking with Joseph Milnes, who is an astrologer out of Denver, Colorado area. Joseph, um, before we took our break, you were talking about your prediction that is going to happen in 2020. It's a solar eclipse. You compared it to, you call it a metonic cycle, and compared yeah. it to the 11, or I'm sorry, the 911 eclipse. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. All right. Yep. So I offered Joseph a choice here. We can go into that in depth here, which we're going to do in a minute. He chose to take Aaron's call in Bellevue. So, Aaron, I want to welcome you to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show and go ahead and say hi to Joseph. Hi, Joseph. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing good. Great. Happy to talk to you. Yeah, me too. So what can I help you with today? You know, I'm at a real crossroads in my life in kind of all areas, so I'd love to get a general reading for what's uh, going on currently and in my immediate future. Okay. All right. Well, um, let's take a look here. I have your chart pulled up, and I see that uh, you have had uh, a, a long transit here of, you know, Neptune's been in Pisces, for quite some time, and Neptune is falling on your sun. So this is in your fourth house of home, so I don't know if you're having some confusion um, regarding your home and family <laughs> and maybe issues with deception or uh, or being lied to, but th those could be the themes. Definite home yeah. issues. I'm, I'm moving out of my home, not sure where I'm going. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, let's see, Neptune... Um, uh, it's been falling on your sun. So have you been, would you say you've been feeling like a little bit of of, um, of a religious or, or spiritual crisis and or maybe some legal issues? Uh, definitely a, spirit, a, lot, a time of spiritual growth, for sure. And it could be uh, a crisis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 So right now, Neptune is, is falling right on your sun and then uh, we'll fall on your Saturn soon. So, um, you know, hang tight a little bit. Uh, this, this is a long transit, and, um, you know, you'll definitely find your home and, you know, find out what to do regarding, uh, you know, Neptune can dissolve things. So if, you know, dissolving of the home, dissolving of the family can be, can be you know, one of the themes here. And uh, you've had... Mars going through your third house of uh, siblings and, and um, 
I don't know if you do publishing or some sort of writing, but you may have had to focus more energy on that. It may have been more stressful in, in that area of your life regarding uh, either siblings or or with uh, trying to produce some sort of uh, publication or, or even a website, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I definitely see that in your chart. But it's about to end, and Mars will be going through your fourth house here soon. So um, the... Uh, you know, the focus on the home will definitely be even stronger in the coming two months. Um, you know, when I've had Mars transits through my fourth house of home, uh, I definitely have had, you know, appliances break down and had fights with landlords and that kind of thing. So um, try, to, try to lay low as best as you can with the home and, you know, do what you have to as far as directing your energy in a positive way uh, over the coming months regarding the home and family. Okay. Um, and, you know, Mercury right now, I see, has been challenging your son. So you've been thinking a lot about, um, uh, about well, I have to say you've been having a, a, a lot of uh, stressful thoughts. You've been uh, feeling a little conflicted maybe with, um, how, to, with how to approach your, either your, uh, again, I want to say your spirituality, but then again, um, this could also be, um, legal matters and even higher education, maybe school of some kind. Um, okay. And uh, if, uh, you know what I'm really seeing right now is you've been having a lot of uh, maybe you've had a lot of ups and downs with either children and or romance. Uh-huh. Um, right now, Uranus is challenging your Venus and has been touring through your fifth house of children and romance. Um, and right now, you're really possibly feeling a big shakeup in that area. <laughs> For so, sure. <laughs> yeah, Uranus decided to retrograde and, and hit your Venus again and um, moved out of your work and health house just to come back and, and hit you with uh, with that uh, relationship issues, financial issues, issues with children. Uh, but it'll be the last time you'll have these issues for quite some time. Oh, good. Great. All right. Well, thanks, Aaron, for giving us Thank a call. Thank you. Thank uh, you so much, Joseph. All right. And Thank okay. you. I want to I want to let people know also that they can get a hold of you through uh, astrologeeks.com um, or they can find you Joseph Milnes or astrologeeks uh, on Facebook and they can talk to you further and get uh, a chart done or a reading or both. So, OK, Joseph, let's yeah. do this. I'm going to cut to a commercial just a little about a few minutes early. And I'm going to get that out of the way, and then I'm going to spend the next whole segment talking with you about this prediction from 2020. Sounds good to me. Okay, we'll be right back. This is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show on KKNW. Join Sharon and Skip at their next Talking to the Other Side event. Sharon and I have held this event every month for over 18 years. This event happens on the first Saturday evening of every month. We meet in a group setting, we spend three full hours with the group, and we will use our psychic slash medium abilities to take as many questions from you and provide answers as we can. Your questions can be about any topic, whether it's something you're facing or you need direction on. 
We will also talk with those who've passed on, providing one more time for you to communicate with them, showing that they are not really gone and that their connection has never left us. We make it fun, we keep it lively, and we keep it real and down to earth. You can order dinner or desserts from the menu before or during the program. Doors open at 5 p.m. and the event goes from 6 to 9 p.m. But you can come and go anytime you like during the program. This event has constantly been sold out, so remember to get there early and save your seat. The cost is only $20 per person, and remember that you have two psychic mediums to talk with for three full hours, as we make it a point to talk with every person attending. For more information on this and our other events, go to our website at PsychicSpectrum.com. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. Okay, we are back at the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show with Joseph Milnes, an astrologer, and one who I call a bold astrologer because he is going out there and making predictions, pretty significant predictions. One of them was a solar eclipse that's going to happen in the year 2020. And he says it's called a metonic cycle, the 19-year cycle. Joseph, go ahead and give us that prediction now and, and make sense of it all for us, would you? All right. Okay, so um, we got to look back at what happened with 9-11 to understand this eclipse and why it's so important. Okay. Um, June 21st, 2001 was the solar eclipse of, of that preceded 9-11. And it was a total solar eclipse, and it fell at zero degrees, 10 minutes in the sign of cancer. And the solar eclipse of 2020 falls at zero degrees, 21 minutes of cancer. So they're just minutes apart from being exact. Right. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. So again, the metonic cycle, it's a repeat of, of eclipses. And um, about September 9th through 13th, 2001, the planet Mars passed over at zero degree. And Mars in astrology is a planet of attack, violence, war, and terror. Its moons are named after the Greek deities Phobos and Deimos, which means fear and panic, literally. And Mars is considered a malefic planet in astrology, an evil planet, if you will. When Mars makes contact an eclipse point, it stimulates the energy of the eclipse and often uh, coincides with crisis and conflict. Mars transits to eclipse points will be a key timer of events, especially with this eclipse of 2020. Um, so before I delve into the prediction, I would like to mention something else called the nodes of the moon. We have a south node and a north node, and nodes are the two points at which the orbit of the moon intersects the ecliptic. So the north node is where the moon moves into the northern ecliptic hemisphere, while the south node is where the moon enters the southern ecliptic hemisphere. In ancient times, these were also referred to as the dragon's head and dragon's tail. And in astrology, when an eclipse has the influence of the north node, the events of the eclipse can be sudden because the energy is incoming with ease. Unlike the south node, which oftentimes transformation is held back with some resistance and unwillingness. So it will make the events transpire um, a lot quicker and each time. Um, a major similarity with the eclipse of 2020 and the eclipse of 2001 is that not only do these eclipses fall in the exact same degree, also the north node are you know falling on the north node of the moon, making it easier for these events to transpire suddenly and with lots of energy. Oh, so okay. let's go ahead and dissect this eclipse of 2020 and get right into the prediction. All right. All right. I'm taking the, uh, solar. This, okay. <laughs> uh, the solar eclipse of 2020 happens June 20th 
2020 at 11.42 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I think that's 10.42 p.m., give or take a few minutes, uh, for those of you in Seattle. Okay. Uh, depending on your time zone, it will fall on June 21st, the exact same date as the eclipse of 2001, in the early hours of the morning. Um, and this eclipse falls in the water sign of Cancer. Cancer is a cardinal sign, which means it's highly energetic, and Cancer is concerned with things like the home, the family, domestic, homeland, and even security. So our keywords for this eclipse, just like the last eclipse of 2001, is homeland security. We saw this theme take precedent in 2001, and it will also be a focus again. Since the U.S. is the major ruling power of the world, I believe this eclipse will have a major effect on us here. Uh, wow. The rising sign um, in astrology is also known as the ascendant. So this is another point of the, of the eclipse I want to talk about. It's a place of major focal energy manifestation. It is where the sun and all the planets and stars rise. And in Washington, D.C., the rising sign will be Taurus, which rules over money and finances, the stock market, etc. Um, this will have an effect on all over the country, even though the ascendant may vary based on time zone. So here in Colorado, the eclipse will rising sign will be in Pisces, which is over religion and, uh, and, and secretive matters. And in Seattle, you'll have it in Aquarius. Um, Washington, D.C. will be of greater influence since it's the central location of the United States government. So I'll be basing my prediction on that. Okay. The United States will take on uh, yet another financial crisis in the coming months after 2020, uh, after the eclipse of 2020. This is emphasized by the fact that this eclipse is falling on the United States natal Venus. Venus in astrology is the planet of relationships and money and rules over the sign of Taurus. Um, and I'm seeing money big time, uh, financial crisis. Ouch, that um, could really hurt. Okay, let's, let's yeah. hear more. Um, let's see, well, transiting Venus, which is the placement of Venus uh, in the sky during the upcoming eclipse, will be going backwards or appearing to go backwards in the zodiac, further emphasizing some sort of financial fallback, loss, and stress. And we may be able to see, foresee some of this going on with um, the current uh, presidential administration and how it's doing its trade deals. Okay. Um, I believe a crisis of some kind will trigger the financial hit of the United States sometime down the road following the eclipse. Uh, when an eclipse falls on the United States Venus, financial issues come into play as the result of the crisis events um, that are stimulated by the eclipse. So, you know, back in 2001, it was Mars that may have came and triggered the attacks uh, on the World Trade Center, which led to war with the Middle East, which was then followed by the 2007 financial crisis and housing market crash. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, cancer, um, when it, we have cancer eclipses, it affects homes and families. So house market crash fits the bill of these series of eclipses. Wow. Um, one, thing to, yeah, one thing to note in particular is that Mars is challenging the eclipse of 2020 which makes it uh, uh, definitely more likely to have uh, conflict. Uh, in astrology, we call this aspect a square, which is a 90-degree angle between the eclipse and the planet Mars. So when Mars comes to pass over this eclipse point, it will be on April 23rd, 2021. I think this is when some sort of violent event will take place that can possibly send us into a costly war. Um, 
The possibility of terror attacks on the homeland, again, is real, uh, as well as the possibility of domestic terror. Whatever the event, it will happen on U.S. soil. Make, uh, Mars making challenging aspects to this eclipse definitely means there will be a violent event that causes panic and fear. Mars rules over war and weaponry like guns. Uh, this is why I think Mars as a timer will be important, because when Mars hits zero degrees cancer, it hits that sensitive point of the eclipse. And in the case of the 2020 uh, eclipse, Mars challenges itself. So, you know, that's right. That, April 23rd, 2021, again, I think is when we're going to see, um, give or take a few days, when an event will transpire that um, uh, is, you know, of conflict, of war, of, of violence, uh, of, of something of that nature. And uh, like we saw in um, September 11th, 2001, when Mars came to simulate that eclipse, we had uh, we had a pretty devastating attack. So exactly. Um, so can let me, you know, let me ask you a question here, Joseph, before you go yeah. any further. So is this something? I, I understand what you're saying. I just trying to get a little bit better feel for this. Is this something like where we should be stocking up? Uh, what they call those uh, food rations or bullets or kites with flowers on them? I mean, what's the what's the what's give us some it, kind of it's indication. definitely possible um, because you know there what what I'm seeing with the outer power planets as well mm-hmm. is and, and a lot of retrograde planets is. Uh, maybe a potential blackout or shutdown of government. And I'm, when I say blackout, I mean power outage. Okay. Um, and in some cities. So, I, I mean, again, I can't really point out the specific place of, of, the, of, this, uh, of this violent event, mm-hmm. but I can definitely say it's a possibility. Okay. Um, I don't want to scare anyone, but, you know, uh, in 2020, there will, three, there will be like three major power planets in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn is the sign of government. So Pluto, planet of control and secrets. Jupiter, the planet of of everything massive and big. And Saturn, the planet of government and binding, will meet up several times during that year. So I believe some sort of like mass arrest of government employees may occur sometime during 2020, 2021. Uh, We could also see government shutdown. Uh, We can definitely, we're already seeing a lot of power struggles with uh, within our government as as it is. We can definitely see a big fight for power in office. Mm-hmm. So I think that will definitely have a lot to do with the event that's coming up as well. Oh, okay. Um, and you know what makes this uh, particular eclipse challenging for the mass population is that there will be lots of confusion and uncertainty with the events that transpire. Neptune, the planet of illusion, is joined up with Mars challenging this eclipse. And with Neptune in the sign of Pisces, you know, we've heard a lot about fake news and seen a lot of quarreling over what's real and what's not real. Um, conspiracy theory may be a key factor in the confusion. Um, and this may bring about some sort of religious extremism and may have something to do with the event that will transpire as well. Uh, okay. um, yeah, and there will be a lot of revealing and reversals and having to revisit issues from the past during this eclipse mm-hmm. since. At the time of this eclipse, five planets will be appearing to go backwards in the sky, also called retrograde. Wow. Uh, these planets include Mercury, uh, planet of, of, of contracts and, and law, um, Venus, which rules uh, money and finances and, and relationships, Jupiter, which rules foreign affairs, Saturn, which rules government and uh, law, and Pluto, which ru- rules over power and control. Um, wow. You know. 
yeah, so these are the themes that we will definitely be revisiting and redoing and even seeing major reversals in uh, during this eclipse and the months coming after the eclipse. And I, and I really believe April 23rd, 2021, is when we'll see our first simulation of that eclipse with some sort of violent event. Wow, that's amazing. Well, that's certainly something to uh, maybe, I guess, for lack of a better term, look forward to. Um, <laughs> maybe people should consider preparing in some way, um, save their pennies or save some food rations or some, their bullets or their flowers, whatever the case is. Um, but boy, that's really a, that's bold prediction. That's why I called you my bold, my bold psychic. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I'm, I've had my eye on this eclipse for many years now, and I've been trying to piece it together. And I think I finally uh, have an understanding of what may happen. You know, we could definitely see uh, for power in government, um, maybe, like I said, mass arrests of people in, uh, that are working in government. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of that we're already starting to see with, um, you know, people in government wanting to file indictments on each other and right. uh, arrest each other. You know, tr- during the Trump administration, we're hearing a lot of lock her up, which is what his uh, constituents are chanting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're seeing, you know, secrets being leaked and uh, all sorts of, uh, of things that are definitely going to have a lot to do with what's coming in. Yeah. The upcoming eclipse. Yeah, and I think a lot of what's going on is part of draining the swamp, so to speak. But I think it needs to be drained on all sides. But I don't want to get into politics. Okay, <laughs> that's not <laughs> right. Not right. What it's about. And that's, we have to try to avoid that because it's getting involved in that is where the murkiness and confusion really lies. Right. So can can I ask you another question, kind of on the same lines? Now, twenty twenty. This is the prediction, and June 21st is the date you're saying that we should look for, but we have an election, a national election coming up in November of 2020. Right, yeah. Have you so looked this at is, that? This is an eclipse right before election year. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the result of the election, we're going to see a lot of upheaval. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. So have you looked at President Trump's chart do you see that I have it in a while actually. I don't have it available ready for me on hand right yeah, now either. And, yeah, and I'm not expecting you to get into that. I'm just expecting I'm not expecting. I'm just asking, did you happen to notice if there was like more yes than no chance that he c- could be reelected? Um, you know, I haven't I haven't been able to look into that. I can okay. definitely do that in the future here. Okay. Um, I have not been I have not prepared for that, but yeah. um, mainly I've just been really busy with with building the website and um, right. with with trying to start my company uh, and trying to start reaching out to people. Um, so I, I've been a little bogged down with that, and I haven't been able to do as much astrology as I'd like. So this has been a a real pleasure to be able to take a break from all that and come talk with you about astrology and actually do some predictions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I and I understand that. You know, how does this play out? towards people in general. I know all the things you've said that it could possibly affect, but do you see, like, in this Times, through what you're reading on your prediction, do you see where people are becoming more aware, more heart-open, more heart-conscious, or or no? You know, what I've been seeing is I've seen a lot of people lately getting 
uh, sucked into the deception of Neptune. And uh, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of uh, conflict, and you know, I'm seeing a lot of, of unrest, and you know, we're hearing more and more frequently of violent attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's something that. Yeah, that's something that just kind of throws me um, that people could do something like that. I mean, I'm yeah, just... I'm definitely thinking that you know, paying attention, uh, getting absorbed into you know. People spend a lot of time on, on the Internet and not so much with each other anymore. And uh-huh. I think that, to answer your question, I think we're seeing a lot more of heart closed. You know, we're seeing a lot more people fighting with each other and getting uh, more opinionated about things yeah. rather than trying to work with each other and be harmonious. Yeah, exactly. That's what we've been kind of, Sharon and I have been talking about. Um, you made a mention that in Seattle, uh, at that time, June 21st, we would be in Aquarius in Seattle. Yes. What does that yes. mean in Aquarius for Seattle? Uh, that just kind of, put, okay, so Aquarius being on the rising um, puts, that puts Mars and Neptune in the financial house of, of your city, of your state, and of your time zone. Um, so, you know, we're going to, we can be looking at, um, you know, maybe some dissolve of the economy in your area. Um, uh we can be looking at maybe some um, uh, big changes regarding uh, personal finances. So this, again, I think is economy. Um, And with Aquarius being the focus, you know, this has a lot to do with government since it's traditionally and in ancient times ruled by Saturn. Mm -hmm. Um, And Aquarius is, has has a little bit to do with technology. So it's hard to say with, with Aquarius why, um, what, what exactly what area will be, but I'm going to lean toward more of, you know, um, uh, of, a, of, a, of government changes and focus on, on your local elections there. Uh, okay. All right. Um, I want to throw out real quick one more time. We've got a little bit of time left. If somebody wants to call in real quick and uh, talk with Joseph, we can give, uh, he can give you, not we, he can give you uh, some information <laughs> based on your astrological chart. The number is 425-373-5527 or toll-free, 888 Now, Joseph, explain one thing to me. I know we can't have a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse at the same time, obviously because of the position of the, of the, the Earth and the moon, but um, when does a lunar eclipse affect people the same as a uh, full moon would or uh, 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 what do they call that, a new moon? Do they? Okay, aff- so the solar eclipse is the new. Oh, 14 days or so uh-huh. afterwards will follow the lunar eclipse. So eclipses always come in pairs, oh, and the solar eclipse is more important because the sun is the light of, of that gives, you know, that gives us all energy and life. Mm-hmm. Um, but the moon also rules emotions, and, um, you know, I would put more emphasis on the solar eclipse just because um, they tend to bring more devastating events, mm-hmm. um, and the lunar eclipse tends to bring out more emotional transformation and spiritual transformation. I see. Okay. All right. Yeah, so eclipses, just like new and full moons, always follow each other. So there will always be, you know, a lunar eclipse just after the solar eclipse. Ah, okay. 
Interesting. So again, there will be major changes, and 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 the moon rules cancer in the home. So um, that lunar eclipse will fall in the opposite sign of cancer, which is Capricorn, which is government and which is uh, tradition and uh, uh, the status quo and how things are run. So we'll be seeing a lot of um, uh, you know, the, it just it just kind of emphasizes the theme of of the solar eclipse and um, you know, a lunar eclipse is uh transformations as well but i think they are uh global mm-hmm. okay that makes sense i understand all right um now as you know my wife sharon is homesick today and so she's texting me here during your talk and she says what does he see for me so can i give you her vitals and you look that up and and tell her what's coming yeah. up Okay, it's let me just get my calculator ready. Okay. So you tell me when. <laughs> All right. Oh. I am ready to enter new information. Okay, birthday is 22250. And she was born in Chelan, Washington. It's C H E L A N. Hold on one second. I just I just entered February 22nd, 1950, and what city? Uh Chelan, C H E L A N. Washington. Okay, and what time? Nine thirty-four p.m., which explains to me why she's a night person. She's a night owl. I'm just the opposite. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Twenty-one thirty-four. Okay. All right. I and. And what was her name again, Cheryl? Sharon. This is my wife. Sharon. Sorry, yeah. I apologize. That's all right. All right. So right now, I want to look at her sixth house ruler. She's had Neptune going through her sixth house for quite some time. So um, I don't know if she's had um, long, you know, long-term health issues over the past uh, seven years, but... Um, you know, that could definitely have something to do with it. And Jupiter rules her sixth house of health. Uh-huh. So right now, sun's challenging her Jupiter, making her ill. Um, and it's a, it's a temporary thing. It'll pass. Usually sun transits last about four days with an orb. So uh, she'll be back up and bouncing uh, uh, back to work here uh, in the coming uh, week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then um oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I've been seeing um uh over the past 2 months Mars has definitely hit a lot of her personal planets. Um so maybe there was some finances, maybe she was angry and upset about something and then um also like full of of energy shortly after that before finally coming to um uh, fall, you know, before this illness started uh-huh. um, over the past week or so. Um, but Mars touring the fifth house is about children and about um, romance. So I don't know if you guys have been bickering at home or not, but... <laughs> no, uh, not really. No? Well, she's definitely had a lot of activity going on uh, with this. If, if we're not talking children, we're talking artistic creativity. Actually, um, Actually, both. Actually, both. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be the source of, of, of frustration and argumentation and um, 
that's that that's probably where where the past two months have been focused on is just that area. Maybe a little bit of quarreling with uh, said children or or having uh, creative issues, but it's definitely it can stimulate more. Cre- you know, she maybe wants maybe wants to do more creativity, wants to do more creative things, but um, she needed to uh, figure out what that was. And I think I think now that Mars is about to leave that, she's figured that out. Yeah, and and it's it's more scheduling conflict and her creativity on the business side that she wants to do. So that's good. Thank you. I have I have another caller named Joan, and I'm going to ask you to do this in a minute and a half to two minutes, if if you can. I hate to cut you down like this, but Joan, her vitals are four twenty four sixty. Okay, so we are dealing with April twenty four. 1960, you said? Yes. Okay. 2.09, and 209 p.m. 2.09 p.m. In Wichita, Kansas. And Joan, hi, welcome to the show. While Mike or Joseph is uh, putting that into his system there and looking at your chart. Thank you. How do you spell Wichita again? W- I'm having trouble with that. Yeah, how do you spell that, Joan? W-I-C-H-I-T-A. Wichita Falls, Texas, or Kansas? Kansas, Kansas. right? Kansas, yeah. Kansas, okay. All right, let's take a looky here. I got one minute and a half. Ooh, right off the bat, I can see there's been... um, You've been feeling um, major losses of some kind. Um, maybe this had something to do with health and work and maybe with relationships. Um, maybe some sort of like uh, deal, dealing with controlling, uh, controlling people in, the, in, in work or in health or some sort of like a, a loss or dissolvation. Would that, would that be fair to say? Mm, maybe. I've got one minute, guys. I hate to rush. Um, I didn't. I didn't hear. Um, but okay. So, you know, with 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 Pluto transiting the sixth house and being conjunct with Saturn, it can be a really rough period of time. Um, you know, this can this can definitely have something to do with health. Again, like I said, this has a lot to do with your work and routine. Um, and uh, you know, with with Pluto conjunct Saturn, I, there's there's a feeling of of some sort of like loss. Um, you know, Pluto's also squaring your Venus and your Moon, so there's definitely issues going on here uh, with relationships. And why don't we finish this one up offline? All right, I'll let you go ahead and finish up, Joseph. Or uh, Joseph, and I'm gonna go ahead and say thank you for listening today, and I hope you join us next week. And Sharon will be back with us. And as our theme song says, what a wonderful world. And Sharon says, I love you, Daddy.